0: Welcome to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and this is a podcast about minimalism. Sort of. It's a podcast about how living with less stuff and less distractions can help us focus on what's most important. So what you'll find here? Of course, we will talk to cluttering and living with less, but we'll also talk about the important things in life and how to approach them intentionally. We'll approach topics of motherhood, home life, relationships, work, our health, and the important things in general that fill up our days. And what you won't find here, a perfectionist version of minimalism. I'm a mom, a full-time teacher, and a podcaster, and I've found the version of minimalism that you may find on Instagram or Pinterest to be unattainable. We aren't minimalism purists here. We're simply focused on living with less in a way that's realistic to us. It's a version of minimalism I personally like to call minimal-ish. The goal is not living with less for the sake of less here or to make sure our homes make us look like a minimalist. The goal is living with less in a realistic way so that we can have more time and space and energy to focus on what matters most. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. I'm your host, Desiree, and I am so excited that you're here. I enjoy bringing people back on the podcast that have brought so much value in the past and today i'm bringing my friend rochelle from abundant life with less back on the podcast because i wanted to hear all about her minimalist travel tips One of the things that I find so intriguing is that Rochelle travels with her family of five with just carry-ons, even when they were on a week-long vacation. So I wanted to hear more about that and just her mindset shifts when it's come to traveling with less in general. So that's what we are diving into today. If you're traveling at all this summer and you are thinking about attempting to travel with less stuff, this is the episode for you quick disclaimer before we start the episode there are definitely some baby noises in the background while I'm talking but I promise I muted myself while Rochelle was talking so I hope they aren't too much of a distraction this is just my season right now if I want to keep the podcast going while I have a newborn so thank you for your grace in that you probably are hearing baby noises right now Um, but let's dive into my conversation with Rochelle Okay. Well, I am so excited to have Rochelle on the podcast again. I think you are on at the end of 2021 to talk about your book and, and you can tell us just like a little bit about that in your intro. But if you want to just quickly retell our listeners, anyone who w- didn't listen to that episode, um, just who
1: you are and what you do before we get started, thank you so much for having me on again i'm really excited to talk about today's topic um but yeah my name is rochelle crawford i am the author of the book messy minimalism and i write at my blog abundantlifewithless.com where i've been writing for just over five years when we went minimalist um made some major changes in our home because i was totally the opposite of a minimalist and so um i've just been writing about practical strategies for decluttering with a family and living with less, but from a more grace-based approach, because I quickly found that my minimalism wasn't going to look picture perfect. So I could either choose to quit it or um, just approach it with grace. So that's kind of the perspective I write from. Um, I'm a mother with three kids. My oldest is 12. My middle daughter is 10, and then my youngest is six. So it's been it's been fun, and I'm also a school nurse. So we have the summer off right now, and Um, I work as the school nurse at their school.
0: As you know, I love your grace-based approach to minimalism. Uh, That's the only way I can do minimalism as well. But today I actually want to talk about travel. And I don't think I've ever approached this topic on the podcast before, Um, probably because one, we don't, travel too much and we have such young kids that like we haven't really we had our first vacation with kids with a kid (laughs) last summer so we haven't really fully dived into what that could look like other than it can come with a whole lot of stuff and we found that out I definitely overpacked last year so when I saw you start talking about you were talking about it on Instagram how your family travels in a very minimal way as in with less stuff I just thought you know what? We need to talk about this on the podcast because it is really interesting. So first and foremost, um, when did you start applying minimalism to your travels with your family?
1: I'd say right away in um, into minimalism. I was always an overpacker, crazy amounts of stuff. I kind of pictured like, what if I'm never coming home? I need to take everything with me that I could ever possibly need. No, not not that bad, but it, it was like, I took all my favorite things Um, I had no plan. I just, if it was, if it could fit in my oversized suitcase and it was less than 50 pounds, so I didn't have to pay extra for it. um, I was bringing it because I figured the more stuff you have, the more comfortable you're going to be. And then once I found minimalism and we started decluttering our home, I realized within just days of decluttering um, and shifting my perspective on stuff that I wonder if this can affect like every area of my life, my calendar, um, the sports we sign our kids up for and travel as well. So it was a few months later, we took our first um, family road trip and we didn't go, we live in Michigan and we went down to like Nashville and through Cincinnati and just kind of visited some friends. So it wasn't anything crazy. We took our car. So we still probably had more stuff than I would if we were flying, but we just started packing um, less clothing for our kids, less stuff for myself, trying to do it more intentionally. Um, so right, right away, I started implementing minimalism there and it, it changed. It it was such a game changer because of the, like the less, um, I brought with me, the less I had to clean when, when I got home, the less I had to manage. Um, you have to be intentional. You have to think it through, especially with kids. And I think the longer the trip is, the, the more you have to, you know, really kind of Give it a couple days before to really think through what you actually need but yeah we started right away and i think now we travel even more with less stuff than we did up right out of the gate because it's taken practice and um just had to sh- prove to myself that it was a good idea right the first time was kind of experiment and, and we did end up leaving a couple things on accident a bathing suit for my littlest you know third child problems and a um, life jacket so i did find myself in walmart buying a life jacket and a swimsuit for her. But other than that, it was a real, it was a great practice and just shifting away from bringing as much stuff as possible to bringing only what I needed.
0: I love that. And here is the truth, at least I think, like to go along with the idea of leaving stuff, I definitely overpacked with my first real vacation with kids. And I still saying you forgot your life jacket. Like I still forgot the life jacket (laughs) and we were still in Walmart buying a life jacket. So I don't think it matters. You know, you're always, there's always that one thing you forget, even if you try to over prepare and over pack.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that is something I think that's been really helpful. Is just remembering like, okay, I, I can get something that I need in a bind. Right. I don't, I don't practice a kind of minimalism. That's like, throw everything away because eventually you can just buy it again. Like, it's not that simple, but you know, when you're traveling and you're, you like you said, we always leave something. We always did leave something behind. Um, but yeah, you can get what you need in a bind. If something crazy happens, our most recent trip, two of my kids ended up getting sick and I had no motor and no Tylenol, no thermometer. I I mean, why would I plan for that? Right. But you know, the ready right aid or whatever was real close and, um, we were able to get what we needed for that. So.
0: I think that's like where a lot of our fears come from when we travel is like anything could happen, right? But unless you're going to the middle of nowhere, you have access to to the things you need, like if those rare occasions would happen. Um, so I guess what I want to start out with talking about is just like some of the biggest ways minimalism has changed the way that you travel. So what would you say are the biggest differences?
1: I would say the first, the, the amount of stuff we bring, I used to pack, um, just a crazy amount. Like I thought I needed an outfit for every single day we were there. I needed pajamas. I mean, I, I remember taking my oldest when he was a baby and I had a pair of pajamas for every single day. Like why, why? And I had access to laundry. So we do try and focus on getting an Airbnb or a Verbo where we can get, um, or we can wash our stuff halfway through, so I think that really helps us bring even fewer things. But realizing we can we can bring less stuff and wear the same things over and over again. I re- I remember feeling like I couldn't put my kids in the same outfits over and over because you know we're taking photos and I don't want them to be in the same outfit at Disney World multiple days. Like just that thinking is something that is just totally for me um, somewhat embarrassing that I thought that way. But also like just setting that aside and knowing like they. My daughter wants to wear the same dress every single day. Why am I overcomplicating my life by making her wear a different dress every single day? So the amount of stuff we bring is just a fraction now. Um, being an overpacker, I'll, I'll tell the story because we, my husband and I, went to Hawaii right before we had kids. We were like five-year anniversary. We went for ten days, and we each brought a giant oversized suitcase. And what happens when we arrive in Hawaii? My suitcase didn't arrive. I had no stuff with me. I had um, Cheez-Its and gummy bears, maybe a couple magazines. And so you think, oh, okay, it little arrive later today. No, it did not arrive later that day. I ended up in a quickie mart buying um, shorts. I have a picture somewhere that I need to find that has Maui screen printed on the butt. Those were the shorts I had because I wore jeans on the airplane. Um, it didn't arrive it arrived later the next day and then the airport was closed. So I still couldn't get my stuff until the morning of the next day, I had to drive and get it. So even though I took all of that stuff, it still never even arrived, right? Um, but now I pack with just carry-ons when I fly anywhere and I haven't lost my luggage since then, right? So uh that is another thing that I think is really helpful for traveling um on an airplane with a family. Like you know when you arrive, you're not gonna deal with, I mean with a crisis of not having your kids swimsuits and not having the clothes that you need for who knows how long, right? So that's changed. And then we don't also, we don't really buy souvenirs anymore. My husband and I would always felt like we needed to come home from a trip with toys for our kids or some little trinket or something. And we don't do that anymore. So that is more space that I don't need to keep room for. And when we go to Disney World, grandma always still sends them with money for them to buy something. Um, And of course we let them do that, but Um, now we do not prioritize getting a family souvenir, the kids getting toys to come home with, but I I think just the biggest shift is the mindset of, I don't like, it's the same thing at home, right? With minimalism, I realized I don't need as much stuff as I thought I did, as I was told that I needed or that I was sold that I needed. And the same thing applies to travel. I'm going to be resourceful. I'm going to have a lot of fun. I don't need the stress of decision fatigue of trying to figure out what I'm going to wear on my trip because I brought my whole wardrobe with me. I decide ahead of time and and I'm content with what I have when I get there.
0: That's so good. One thought that came up in my mind when you were talking about souvenirs is if someone's listening to this and it's like tradition for their families to get the souvenirs, but they're thinking like, yeah, it makes sense not to get them, right? Because a lot of, uh, it depends on what you're getting, but a lot of times it's like, it's not something you use forever. It's one thing if you collect mugs from your vacations and you know, they're, you use them and they're valuable to you. But if it's toys that your kids pick up and you know, it's just gonna be one of those like unwanted discarded things in a few months or a year. So what are some other things you do to like, kind of I don't know, keep the memories from vacation alive if it's not going to be in a thing. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, and I do want to backtrack the souvenir thing because we do like to pick up a Christmas ornament on vacation. So if we, I'm not going to like, you know, take a whole day to find this Christmas ornament, but if we're somewhere, we were in Disney World, we got a little Disney ornament. We recently went to Universal and I got a little Harry Potter ornament. So that is something that is special to our family that we will continue doing. It's really just the obligatory like oh the kids are here they need to have something everyone needs to find something um, that they're going to bring home lose or break and that's um, that's yeah that's something that we've set aside that it's like this is not that important and we want to focus on the experiences and I think that's what we we really focus on on our trips are you know doing a fishing excursion or some kind of thing that is just more of a memory maker and taking photos of that um, than buying something to come home with that we can remember because we try to just remind our kids and ourselves that our stuff doesn't hold our memories, right? Our minds do. We can take photos of it. That'll help us remember and little videos. Um, but the, our, my husband and I did start bringing home. Like we've recently, no, oh, not recently because of COVID, I guess recently is relative. But the last year we went on um, was international to Europe. We, we brought home um, macaroons and we brought home, I went out the morning, our flight left when we left Paris and bought like a giant baguette and broke it in half and shoved it in my my bag that I brought and brought it home to my kids so they could have like this bread, this baked fresh from Paris this morning. And that was such a cool experience. Um, so we do try to bring home if we're going to bring something home, like food from that country or that culture that is unique. And now my kids are just dying to go to Paris because they love macaroons because I brought them home.
0: That's awesome. I love that idea. And yeah, that's what I was thinking too, is just like so many times we're often doing those experiences anyways. And what if we just like decided that that was enough and we don't have to break our budget and like stretch it to also feel like, Oh, well we need a t-shirt from here. Our kids need this from there. And um, I think growing up, like shopping was a huge part of my vacations, especially when we went to like beach towns and just thinking how much that probably stretched my parents' budget to have to do all the experience things But also go shopping and have all of these, yeah, have all of these souvenir type things as well. So you talked about how you carry, how you travel, if you're doing like airplane travel, how you travel with only carry ons. And that was the thing that you were talking about on Instagram where I was like, we need to talk about this. So I want to know what's your why behind this and how do you do it? So feel free to go in on this as much as you need to.
1: Okay. So I think my, um, need to, Travel only with carry-ons really does come from my many experiences like that Hawaii experience where I went without my stuff. From that moment, I I was far from minimalism, but from that moment, I carried like um, a toothbrush and underwear and maybe a bathing suit if we're going somewhere in my carry-on because I knew I want, in case my stuff gets lost, I want to have only these things. I want to have these things with me so that I can still have fun, right? But it never dawned on me, like maybe I could carry everything on that I needed. And so minimalism, I think, um, helped me figure that out and make connect those dots. So the first year we went minimalist, my husband and I, um, decided to go to Europe and do kind of a, a, a like a minimalist experiment to see how little we could take with us. And we went for eight days to two different countries, three different cities, with just backpacks. And we didn't go out and buy like high-end travel backpacks. These were just Swiss gear backpacks I picked up at TJ Maxx and um, packed them with the stuff we needed. And we did it. We managed. We had. A ton of fun. I wore shirts over and over. I never did have access to a laundry. Um but we were we managed to just have a great time and it was nice and hot. So the clothing I brought wasn't like big huge sweaters and boots. So um but we had it was such a wonderful experience in such a contrast to years earlier when we'd gone to Paris the two of us I took a giant roller bag like the big ones um carried it you know, dragged it through the streets of Paris to find our hotel. I brought six pairs of shoes for six nights in Paris. That's all we were there for six nights. And I took six pairs of shoes and it never dawned. I mean, I'm sure at the time I was like, this is probably too much stuff, but what if I want it, right? What if I want to wear something different? So I, um, I ended up, this is terrible. I brought a new pair of shoes with me and wore them on the first day, these cute little flats and I wore them all over Paris. And I, they gave me this huge blister Miserably painful blister I ended up not being able to wear a single pair of shoes that I brought except for this one pair of flip flops and I flip flopped my way through Paris for the entire time thankfully they were kind of cute but even on the way home I still my my foot hurt too bad to put into closed-toed shoes so I brought all these shoes never got to wear them Um, yeah giant waste of space and time so I, uh, I think from those experiences is when I really just realized I don't need to carry all of this stuff with me and we can make this much more simple. And yeah, I haven't checked. I have not checked a bag since going minimalist. And I'm going to Europe this fall with my sister, just the two of us. And I told her, I'll go with you, but you have to pay, take a backpack. I'm not checking bags to Europe because um, we are doing a little travel through Italy. And she's like kind of upset about it, but she's excited too, so She'll, it'll be fun. It's going to be a super fun experience. And I'm excited to uh, help her pack her minimalist backpack.
0: I love it. So how with kids, like, how is this possible? What does it look like? I guess like the breakdown of it, of what you bring and how you are able to fit everything you need into these carry ons.
1: So first I want to say that we are in a season where this works. This does not work for every season in every trip. I'm sure there's trips that we'll take maybe we'll go on a fishing trip across the country and we'll bring fishing poles and we'll have to bring waiters and stuff like that, that we would check a bag right. Uh, I would still apply the min- principles of minimalism to the clothing we bring and I and I'm very realistic about like what we're going to do on that trip and not bringing fancy shoes when I plan to be at a you know amusement park all day that type of thing um, so. The season of life you're in and the type of trip you're taking might actually, you know, change some of these things. Um, so if you're taking, you know, pack and place and strollers and car seats, and you have to check those, that's okay. This is there's not like a wrong and a right way to travel. This just works for us, and I think that um, it can work for a lot of people depending on the season of life they're in. So we just went to uh, Florida for eight days, and we did amusement parks, we did beach, and we all only packed a backpack. Everybody, my daughter's finally old enough to carry her backpack the littlest. And we just limit the number of of items that they bring. And we make sure that we book an Airbnb so we can wash stuff halfway through the trip. I think we did laundry twice. Um, And it'll look like eight days with, you know, you know what I have too, I saved that Instagram story because I did get a ton of comments and a lot of people were interested in that story. And I saved it as a highlight in my Instagram. So I'm at Abundant Life with Less. And the highlight is called Pack Lightly. And you can kind of see, I show a picture of what we packed and I list for each of um, my kids of what we brought but my daughter's it was you know two pairs of shorts a skirt and a pair of pants. And then I think one of them, I didn't even wear the skirt. So in that same story, I go through what they wore and what they didn't end up even needing. And then the things we ended up needing to buy when we got there. Um, so it's a real kind of deep dive inside look at everything we brought. But really before I would have brought like, you know, five pairs of shorts and two pairs of pants. And and then the kids would only ever wear just a few things, but I loved it across the country. Or maybe if we checked a bag and we had to pay for that bag and for stuff that we never even needed, so. Um, yeah, I think it comes down to limiting the number of clothes you bring and then creating capsule wardrobes. Um, and I know you're familiar with capsule wardrobes and I know that not everybody lives with a capsule wardrobe in their everyday life, but I think it is essential to packing lightly is to pack a capsule wardrobe. Now you're reducing the number of shoes you're bringing. Um, you're reducing the number of pants you need to bring because everything can kind of be mixed and matched and worn together where before I would bring all these outfits that were um, my kids, like my favorite outfits on my kids and my favorite outfit on myself and none, of, but then they might need different shoes to go with each of those outfits. And I certainly would need like black shoes and brown shoes and high heels, where now I make sure that I pack everything that will match this one color palette because that's all you need on a trip. You don't need this huge, crazy variety. Um, so I, my kids will each, they each took one pair of shoes on the trip. They wore them, we didn't have to put them in a backpack. Um, same thing for my, I think I brought two, I brought my Birkenstocks and I brought my, I have the plastic Birkenstocks for like the pool and then the leather ones. So I packed my plastic ones and brought my leather ones or wore my leather ones. Um, does that make sense? But really it's just, I think, I think the biggest way you can reduce the number of clothes you bring for yourself and your kids is to pack a capsule wardrobe.
0: Yeah. I think the capsule wardrobe idea makes so much sense. And I know for me, whenever I am traveling, I I tend to wear the same thing over and over as well, as long as I have, you know, access to laundry, which a lot of times we try to do that anyways, because with kids, you usually want to find a place with laundry access anyways, depending on what type of trip you are planning. So um, I can see, you know, how you can easily plan to have less clothes, especially if you've got that capsule wardrobe going. And when you're just packing a few things, it's easy to make a capsule wardrobe out of what you already have. The other thing that kind of came up in my mind is how do you fit the other things like toiletries things like that I feel like that is the first thing that pops up in my mind it's just like we we can lessen the clothes but then what about all those other things like toiletries and things like that
1: yeah well my one thing to point out my husband's uh, clothes are going to be a little bigger than mine and so I'm the one who does carry the toiletries because his he's got you know bigger shoes bigger pants and he doesn't wear shorts and tank tops like I do so his clothes do take up more space so I tend to be the one to carry the toiletries and um and then with three kids with backpacks who have even smaller clothing, they're able to carry some of the toiletries in their bags because you know TSA allows everyone to have their certain amount. Um, so I just get the little plastic uh, you know bottles from Target that come in a little ziploc bag. I end up putting them in my own clear bag and use shampoo and conditioner and I really just limit what we bring. you know, I, I kind of feel like I'm not going to pack or I'm not going to check bags because I need this like one, big volumizing spray thing that I like this one toiletry like what what toiletries do you have to have that are actually worth waiting in line to check your bag waiting in line to get your bag potentially buying a bigger rental car that could hold bigger bags like that type of thing so I really just try to limit down as much as we can a lot of Airbnbs have body wash they have in hotels obviously so we utilize those as well but we just get the little travel size things and bring, um, squirt our stuff in there. I I did buy a giant bottle of sunblock um, when I got down to Florida for our last trip because we need a lot of that. Um, So that's worth buying when I get down there. Uh, But yeah, we just kind of, I I, I don't take a blow dryer because hotels and Airbnbs all have that. So I'm just trying to think of all the other things that would be in my bag. Um, I, I could easily fit a flat iron if I needed to but I don't flat iron my hair anymore. Yeah, the kids I let each bring, you know, one or two little stuffed animals, depending on, you know, my son doesn't need any now. My younger daughter would bring like 50 if I let her. So it's like, no, we don't, we don't take our favorite ones because we don't want them to get left behind. So they just each pick one or yeah, just I think one or two things, maybe a book to bring, but it all fits in the backpacks because the kids clothes are tend to be smaller and then we can utilize that their space as well. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I just love this mindset shift. Like as as I'm hearing you talk about it, I'm just thinking about how so many of my vacations in the past were about like how much can I possibly fit in this large suitcase, and then like how much can I or you know then if I have to overflow that, then I'm shoving things in a carry on if I am going in uh, a, going on a plane trip, and even if you're road tripping somewhere. Having less stuff is just like, it's less trips up to, less trips to where you're staying, less to unpack, less to repack up at the end, less you might leave behind, that type of thing. Because if you're leaving behind stuff at home (laughs) and forgetting it, right, then you're probably most likely going to leave something behind there when you're packing it all up at the end.
1: Right. I like Um, to do it as like, I'm reducing my mental load on this vacation as less to put away at the end of the day, less to clean up, less to keep track of, less to wash, Um, And all we have to do is maybe sacrifice a couple, you know, favorite lotions that I can't really bring or whatever that product is you can't bring. Um, I did find that I had a really hard time finding contact solution that was in a three ounce bottle. I could not. And I think I found it on Amazon and it was like insane price, like $40, like something crazy. And I ended up finding that at my eye doctor. I called them and I was able to get a sample size of my eye contact solution, anyway. So, so there's, there's ways to be a resourceful, ways to find um, that you can bring what you need, you know. So anyways, just kind of think outside the box. But yeah, I think if you look back at your last trips, like you said, and how much you brought and ask yourself what percentage of that did we actually even wear, um, If we just started bringing that percentage, or even, you know, it's fine to add, you know, I want to make sure I have one extra shirt just in case, like, but we just don't need 15 extra shirts. We just don't need an entire wardrobe to choose from before going to dinner that night. Um, Yeah, so just kind of changing your mindset of like, it's the same thing in my home. Like, I don't need all of this stuff to trip over and clean up and tidy just because somebody else owns it or just because someone told me I have to have that. Um, We don't, you don't have to have all those options. And it's amazing how it has reduced the stress in my home and then the stress in my hotel room or my Airbnb. Right. Because
0: usually the place we vacation to is a smaller space and, or you just don't want to like constantly be cleaning while you're there. In the past, if I'm packing all this stuff and we've ended up with a mess in our vacation spaces, because we don't want to clean as much, especially when there are kids there. So Just like in your home, like having less stuff there is going to make it a more peaceful space, which what else could you want on vacation?
1: (laughs) On your vacation, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: right. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I want to take a quick break to thank our sponsors who are making this episode possible. First, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Have you ever felt burned out? What did it feel like to you? I know when I'm feeling burnout, I am feeling like I can't focus on anything, feeling overwhelmed, stressed out, tired, and I think burnout can happen easier than we think sometimes. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms might include lack of motivation, irritability, fatigue. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead us to feel burned out. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing you stress in your life. During the beginning of the pandemic, I was feeling really anxious, like a lot of us were, and. I knew that it was something that I needed to talk to someone about, so I used BetterHelp and was able to get therapy online, being able to be connected to a therapist that could help me through what I was experiencing then and provide coping skills for the anxiety that I was feeling. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It meets you where you're at, what you need at that time. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com dot com slash minimalish that's better h e l p dot com slash minimalish i also want to thank haya typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise that's why haya was created the pediatrician improved super powered chewable vitamin While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine free. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and it's sent straight to your door, so parents have one less thing to worry about. My daughter was especially excited about the stickers that come with them so she could decorate her own bottle and personalize it. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamins. You can receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com. This deal is not available on their regular website, so go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash minimal. That's HayaHealth.com slash minimal and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right, let's get back to the episode. Would there be like any length of travel or any circumstance of travel that would change this for you that like maybe you'd pack more than just a carry-on or like on road trips do you pack more stuff i just want to hear kind of how that differs if if your travel is different
1: yes so we went to florida like i said recently and just did carry-ons but a couple years ago we went and drove to florida which was a whole thing and we did take um you know a fishing pole and cuz we like to stop along the way and fish and you know you, you do feel like you can you know we brought pillows and activities for the kids and things that we would not take on an airplane so much um and then you know we've gone up north before same thing fishing poles um sleds in the winter we've gone up north to an airbnb um that type of thing so there are certainly trips where we add more than just our backpacks and have to keep it tsa you know approved but um yes and i think you know if we were to fly somewhere and do some kind of cool uh, golf trip or hunting trip or fishing trip, that type of thing, that you would wanna bring more stuff for that. And you'd have to check your bags. Um, but really, I think when you shift your mindset towards bringing less stuff, the, the road trips I take, I've taken before minimalism, it is like a giant game of tr- Tetris, right? And it's so much stuff and it's like pouring out of the doors, it feels like. Where now it's like, oh, my son has some leg room and it's not so claustrophobic.
0: Yeah, that makes a huge difference too, because when you think about just like shoving all that stuff in a car or whatever you're road tripping in, it doesn't matter. The bigger, I think oftentimes we think the bigger the space we have to, to be in, in our car, the more stuff we can shove in there. So even if you have a van or whatever, then it just feels uncomfortable, which it's uncomfortable to sit in a car or van or truck for that long anyway so why make it worse by just shoving everything you possibly can
1: I think a great like mindset shift and principle for for life is just because it can fit in the the space you have doesn't mean you need to bring it doesn't mean you need to own it um so yeah make some more space that clear space and the breathing room are such a gift
0: Absolutely. Are there any other like practical tips or mindset shifts that you want to kind of leave us with when we talk about like trying to start to travel with less stuff?
1: Yeah. So I would say that I realized that I always dressed like a minimalist on vacation, but I packed like I was never coming home and realizing that I can pack what I'm actually going to wear Allows me to bring so much more or so much less stuff than I would otherwise. So some practical tips, though, I would say, and I think I covered some of these. First, pack early, um, and the longer the trip, the more important that is. And I I usually start with more stuff in my pile. So I on my dresser, I put my stuff. Um, My husband he does his own thing, so I don't worry about him. But my kids, I lay out in their rooms. Um, There are piles of stuff and I put the pants and the shorts and the uh, the bathing suits and underwear. And then I find myself like, okay, taking stuff out or maybe swapping shirts once I find something in the laundry that I would actually want to take. And then I just, rather than doing that last minute, like Oh, what if we need more? What if we need more? I I find myself now doing, Oh, actually, I don't need that. Oh, wait, I don't need that. They're not going to wear that. I know they're not going to want to wear that. My son would probably be comfortable with just like one pair of shorts and two shirts for the whole trip. He'd sleep in his clothes. That's just kind of how he is. He's like, I don't need a lot of stuff, mom. Um, So I think that as as the kids get older, they start to own it. And when you approach it, especially if you can start at a young age with your kids, like not taking everything that they start to kind of just live into that and bring less things, and so it's not really a challenge for my kids to pack uh, less stuff than before, so pack early and just evaluate, I would say, maybe two days before if you can. If you're going for just a weekend, I probably would not need to do that, um, but a longer trip, I think that's really important, and then, like I said, a capsule wardrobe. I'll just reiterate that again. Packing from one color scheme um, and reducing the number of shoes you bring and trying to maybe buy um, bring outfits that all can match the same pair of shoes. If you can get away with one pair of shoes on the whole trip, like that will greatly reduce how much stuff you have to take. And then I think it's really important to be realistic about the trip you're taking and the kind of person you are. So many times I packed tons of workout clothes and never worked out. You know, that's not what I'm. I mean. There are trips where I know I'm going to have a chance to Go for a run maybe I'm not a runner but I do okay I call it more jogging than I do um but if you are not going to actually work out don't bring all of that stuff it takes up so much space and if you're not going to go like we're more like beachside you know restaurant and fish taco family we're not fancy meal family so I'm not going to bring dressy clothes for our kids and um and pack all that and take all that. So just be real, really realistic about the kind of person you are and don't try and like pack for this fantasy version of you, right? Um, so that would be, I think, and like I said, the having access to laundry, I think is really, really important. And then worst case scenario, in a bind, you can get what you need. In a bind.
0: Um, I love all of those. And it made me think when you were talking about your son, my husband is like that. He, even okay. before minimalism, like, he just doesn't pack a lot and i remember telling him before like how how are you going to be okay with just that like are you going to be sorry when we get there and you have like not enough shorts or not enough of this and it's just funny because even last year i was kind of feeling like are you sure you have enough and even if he doesn't like, he really doesn't have enough. He still, we we still make it through the week. You know, it's not like he's like has to go out and buy a brand new pair of shorts or tennis shoes. Like just throw it in the laundry. It's, it's really not, it it is enough stuff to get through one week.
1: Yeah. Oh, one other thing I want to say that this is uh, my good friend, Becky told me this many years ago. And I think this was such a great tip. If we go anywhere for more than two days, we unpack everything. Uh, All the clothes, all the toiletries, I feel so much less stressed when I'm not living out of a suitcase. My husband has no problem living out of a suitcase. He never unpacks his stuff. But again, he does his own thing. But I unpack all the kids into whatever dressers there are. I put the backpacks out of our way. And this way I can find everything easy, easily. And I am not tripping over stuff or digging, you know, confusing whose clothes are whose. They all have their own space. And I thought that was just, I thought she was insane because I went on a trip with her, a two-night trip. And she unpacked everything like, what are you doing? We're not here that long, but really it has been a game changer. So I think that might be one of my most favorite random little travel tips, especially with a family, but it it is such, I mean, it just feels like there's, you're less likely to trip over clutter and you're not trying to search for everything and feeling overwhelmed by all the stuff at your feet and digging through backpacks, trying to find bathing suits. Right. So anyway, that would be one little thing I want to leave with everybody.
0: So good. Yeah. I hate, I, I hate living out of a suitcase myself. I just, can't it makes a mess? I mean i I've done it before, and I've done it even on longer trips, just because I didn't like take the time to the five minutes it takes to just like put things on a shelf or in a closet or whatever what whatever the situation is right dresser. But yeah that that makes all the difference. Plus your stuff is less like wrinkled all the time. Yeah,
1: exactly. I guess I just always wore wrinkly clothes on <laughs>
0: <laughs> on vacation. Yeah, exactly. Um. Well, I have two questions to ask before we leave and I've loved this conversation on travel. I'm so excited to share it because I just think it is going to lighten a lot of loads literally as uh, people travel this summer. But um, what is something that you're simplifying right now?
1: I would have to say social media in the summertime, especially I just, it's hard for me to be fully present and on you know, in my real life at home with my kids and then on social media. So I've kind of simplified the way I've done some of my posts uh, in a way that just I'm posting more quotes and, not, and I'm not getting on as often. Um, so that is something I'm intentionally simplifying right now, which is a whole thing, but yeah.
0: It is a whole thing, especially Instagram. It like it'll suck you in whether you're creating or just consuming or what, it, it's just how it is. Um, my second question is, what is something that you're loving right now?
1: Oh, I'd have to say the slower pace of summer being a school nurse, I don't have, you know, outside of writing and um, posting stuff about minimalism. I don't have, you know, a job to go to. So I'm just home with my kids. And we've committed ourselves to as few things as possible this summer. So we're just kind of hanging out and relaxing and doing a lot of fishing. and It's been fun.
0: That's so fun. Love the teacher summers. <laughs> it's so great. Um well, thank you so much again. Thank you for your travel tips, and thanks for coming on the show a second time.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I hope it gave you a ton of tips to use and put to action if you are traveling anytime soon. Usually, I do a challenge at the end of every episode. As a way to just put something from the episode into practice but i think this one is pretty obvious right next time you travel how can you travel with less how can you bring less stuff so you have less of a mental load on your trip and there are plenty of ways that rochelle and i talked about that you can try it doesn't have to be only packing a carry-on, if that seems a bit too minimal for you right now, maybe it is a step in that direction, a step towards traveling with less. Whatever you do choose, any way that we choose to live with less or travel with less in this case, it does give us some time back. So I hope that it makes your next trip a little bit later. All right, friend, that is all for today's episode. If you loved it, would you share it with a friend or share it wherever you like to share things on social media? I am super grateful for you for that. And if you're loving the show, I would be so appreciative if you could leave it a rating or a review. That just helps it get in front of more eyes and more ears. Thanks again for being here and for listening in, and I will talk to you right back here again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old.